I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. Hey, Katrina. Hey, Minnie. Do you want to build a snowman? I want to build a snowman. (laughs) Do you want to build a snow Mitch? Nope. (laughs) We have a human Mitch, so I'm out. (laughs) Building a snow Mitch would be really fun, It would actually be fun. So, So let's, like, play this game. We take a pair of glasses. Oh, wait, he was going to turn off my mic on me and everything. Sorry, wrong one. Glasses, beard. Be kind of fun. Yeah. There's not enough snow out there. You could use, like, because he's like a redhead, we could use, like, those, like, dried up pine needles. Like sorry, red sorry, ones. let's back up. Let's back up. I'm a red beard. <laughs> okay. Whatever you want to call I'll give it, you the ginger beard man or red beard, but. Ginger beard man. Redheaded, no. Red haired, no. You got no, some no. red highlights up in there. I have white highlights. I have gray highlights, you, but no red. A little bit. There's Zero. Like a little red curl. Right You're manufacturing here. that. I probably got some of that gel pen stuff on me from where I was coloring I, earlier. I don't think it works like that. I, I disagree. Think. Okay, well. Anyway. You ever see a gel pen truck accident? <laughs> no, but there was a candy truck accident the other day, and it shut down all of like Hall of Fame. I'm just saying. It's it was thirty five thousand pounds or tons of candy in Knoxville. That sounds magical. On the side, of, I know. I was like, Half. sometimes Santa Claus works in mysterious it's, ways. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know what candy it was and how far it had spilled to yeah. see if there's any potential for me to recover any of it. So this so. will be playing in January, but just so you all know, we're recording this <laughs> slightly before Christmas. So like, that's what's supposed to be the Santa references. Yep. Um, so today, if you couldn't guess by the intro. Um, we're talking about Disney princesses, and you guys might not guess who was most excited about this episode uh, when I suggested it. You'd think you'd probably think me, right? Funny enough, it's probably Mitch more than me. Oh no, it's a hundred percent Mitch. I'm just saying that was that was what the expectation would be. So when I suggested it, Mitch said, "Disney princesses, do we get to watch all the movies together?" Um, yeah. And Katrina said. Uh, all? <laughs> I mean, with Disney Plus now, we could. He said, we should have a Disney Princess holiday lock-in, record 15-minute segment segments between movies. Yeah, we're not doing that. No. Well, I think- This one's mine. Get away from my lemonade. Stop stealing anyway. the lemonade, man. This is the lemonade stealer. Okay, sorry. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> man. I love all things Disney princesses, and even I was not down. It's just a very long day then, and Mitch has already, you've had enough of us already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what do you think that would look like? In hindsight, I realized that I was six or seven beers deep when I suggested that. (laughs) Yeah, you like us a lot Uh, better after 12 Currently sober, no way in hell. Six or or seven beers deep like a true Disney princess. (laughs) (laughs) We should write that princess. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so do we have, are you in a, I guess, are there official... Princesses. So there are actually official Disney princesses. Um, so I will say this time we'll be talking about Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas, Mulan, Tiana, Rapunzel, Merida, and Moana. We're also going to be including Elsa and Anna, even though they have not officially been What inspected. does that mean? Disney has like a list of their like 12 official princesses. How can Elsa and Anna not be on there? I don't. I'm I don't confused. Know. Please don't well, fight me about well, it. Well, Elsa's, Elsa's a queen. 
She's not Boom, really a princess. Okay. That's right. She's a queen. Okay, but then what about queen. <laughs> yes, queen? <laughs> what about Anna? Then okay, I don't want to fight. Anna probably. I don't want to fight. I just don't understand. So okay, I'm fine. It's we'll fine. get into those. I'm two. gonna have to say no comment because I'm the only one who's seen Frozen two. Disney. We I'm, are I'm, gonna I'm, get into those two. I tell you that. <laughs> All right. Whatever. So first off, we will talk about each Disney princess separately, but whoop. First off, um, how do we feel about Disney and Disney princesses? You want me to go? You go. So, like everything, I enjoy them, right? Enjoy they're, them. They're, I, we all grew up watching them. It's all fine, I think. All of any kind. So, I do, so, I'll say, people take it way too seriously. And as always, I will say, once again, parent your kids and stop letting Disney parent them. And we don't have these problems. I do hate that all of them have to, and we'll get into not quite all of them, but all of them, you know, they they get rescued by a prince and then they live happily ever after and everything is better. But not actually, like fewer not, of them when you think, actually. That's right. So it's becoming less that and, yeah. you know, but it was originally, I mean, let's think Snow White, Cinderella, this, oh, they listen. were just waiting for Sleeping Beauty, you know, yes. Aurora. It's also They're, worth noting that a lot of these are products of the time in which they were created. That's and right. There has been a dramatic evolution Ye- in these films. So it's like you've got, the right, 40s, the, the think? way I think about them is like the originals, like the old school originals, Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora. Then you've got the 90s princesses. 80s and 90s. Or 80s, 90s. You've got Ariel and Belle and, and, that, and, and um, that generation, Jasmine, all of that, Pocahontas. And then you get Mulan and stuff. And then you start getting a little bit yeah. for, so further. And I then actually, the, the nows, like the Elsa and Anna, Moana. Yeah. And I actually broke them down into like the three different, um, what I saw people call them eras. Yeah. And you kind of, I, I'm going to put Pocahontas in the later era, and we can talk about that again later, even though temporally she's kind of with sure. others. And and I actually, she, so. Yeah, so she was done back in the 90s or early 2000s, but then, but she's more of a now. She's a, yeah, she's known, she's like mid 90s actually. Yeah, but she's a more now princess. And I still have a Pocahontas cut. Oh, yeah. And when I like, I, so I actually put the years the movies were made and the ages of each awesome. princess at the time when we talk about them. But cool. um, I think, so people, it's, it's, a lot of this reminded me of our Barbie episode. Mm-hmm. People are jerky kind of about it, um, but also not without nothing of substance behind sure. it. right. Um, I saw Kira Knightley, um, who I actually like, but she has banned her kid mm-hmm. from watching a couple I, of them. I saw that. One of them. Um, so I think it's Cinderella and the Little Mermaid. Um, and so one thing she said was like, she was on the Ellen show and she was saying that she didn't let her kid watch the Little Mermaid because we do not give up our voice for a man. So I, I agree with that, but I'm actually going to make the argument that that didn't work out that well for Ariel. Right. Right. To me, like the lesson of that movie wasn't like, oh, you should totally do this to get the prince. Like, actually, her yeah, giving that was up her a voice. Bad was, decision. It was right. problematic. Immediately bad. <laughs> right. It was yeah. just even the suggestion of it, though, is like that one is, that one's a hard one. I really enjoy it. Um, when Jessica and I used to get home from school, we used to watch religiously. I mean, almost every day, we'd watch Ariel, Aladdin, and, or Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And that one is, like, when you think about it, when she's, like, literally going to give up her voice for a man, it doesn't work out that, for her. No, that idea is not But just the great. idea of it is is almost the most offensive to me. Like, it's so... 
When yeah, you think don't. about the real, like, if it was real, okay, and of course, it's not a Disney movie. We're like, we had to step back from this, of course, but still, like, the idea of giving up your voice for a man is pretty damn horrific. But don't, but, but like, actually, these stories, movies, TV shows, nothing, none of that exists without conflict and characters right. doing ill-advised things. And then they and show then, how it doesn't work, right? right? If if our movies were only people ever making good choices, It'd be nobody boring. would ever go see a movie. Yes, and we'd learn nothing. Not how that works. It's a good teaching point. The rest point. of the movie is based on the... The shit storm that occurs because of what she did. <laughs> right, right, like, right. Uh, Also, as far as not letting your kids see it based on some philosophical thing, I think that's kind of silly uh, to an extent. I mean, I, you know, I'm not here to tell people people how to parent their kid, but I mean, it's like, yeah, we won't watch that movie because of this one scene. It's like that's like my mom not letting me watch Pee Wee's Playhouse because she walked in one day and he was crying. On the episode, like there's an episode where it's raining outside and he can't go out and play, and so he gets sad and he cries. And then my mom's like, "You don't need this in your life. You don't need. You need have. Nobody should be crying in a cartoon or a TV show for my kid. You can't watch this ever again. And mm-hmm. you can't watch The Simpsons because Bart Bart Simpson is a smart aleck to his parents." Guess what? I was a smart aleck to my parents, even though I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Well, it's part. That's why I always say parent. So Shock, these are shocking. No one. Well, these are these are teaching moments. Right. Right. If you're gonna, so well, we the we whole Pee Wee thing it. is that they show him in the the episode. Mm-hmm. They show him it's okay to have fun inside, even when it's raining. You right. don't just because you can't go outside doesn't mean you have to be sad. It was like that's the con. Like yeah, it was sad, but it was only for that moment. But then it teaches you. Well, but like sheltering our kids, so what happens? So then we they go to college and they see this stuff, and then they're devastated right. at nineteen with absolutely no tools to handle it. Well, by the way, I so, mean, like really. Well, granted, by then maybe they'll understand. <laughs> I don't the, know how the movie plays out. I've known a couple that I'm. Well, and so we're not saying like you have to have your kids watch Disney movies, but no, like, but, but also am. like that's a silly. That's Just use silly. it as a teaching moment, right? Right. Um. Well, and. I feel like you're just trying to make a statement with that. That's just trying to... It's a lot. And I dare you to find any movie... Like, you could do that to anything. Everything. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Also, in the other direction... Have you watched Hallmark Christmas movies? Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Every Christmas movie. That white male savior is ever-present. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Santa's a white male savior. Correct. Okay. People... (laughs) So, another thing that's weird is, like... Grownups like lay their own stuff on these movies and right. stuff, which I will say I will I do a little bit of that personally. Like there are some I'm gonna say just around the river bend from uh, Pocahontas, <laughs> Moana music. There's Frozen music, like the, uh, that I listen to as a grownup that like hypes me up or makes me feel good mm-hmm. or like whatever. Um, but I don't. I'm not gonna go write a blog about it, and I like I'm just gonna listen to it in my car and feel great. Are you gonna write fan fiction about it though? No, I'm just, I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't need to go there. That was underhanded. I had to. I uh, had to. I just, <laughs> I just I watched Harry Potter last night. <laughs> um, but so, but getting upset at Disney about it. So there are a bunch of people who are upset because spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Frozen two, um, Elsa doesn't suddenly enter into a lesbian relationship in this film. Um, a lot of people really wanted and expected that. A lot of people were disappointed because they thought Let It Go was kind of like a coming out anthem. And the oh Disney God. let them down. Like, this is a thing. And so, I'm so now, tired. Wait a minute. now listen, I will say 
if that song makes you, if you are someone who has come out and that song makes you feel good and empowered, oh sure, that is a beautiful thing. That's and you your should anthem. Listen to it. Yep. Sing that crap in the car until you're like blue. And no, we'll face hold your hand and sing it with you. Because the cold doesn't bother you anyway. Like that's excellent. Um, we don't get to dictate what Disney does. <laughs> well, and you don't get to be mad that they didn't go with your. Dialogue. Do you know how many people movie. had an opinion on how they wanted that dialogue to go or that movie to go, right. and they didn't get their way either? Real sorry your fan fiction didn't get put, picked up by Disney <laughs> and all. Would have been better than that crap. You know, maybe submit it somewhere other than Reddit, you asinine duty head. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, the projection, no. I've, I've seen it. You know, yep. there was a... Uh, not to get into uh, politics, but we, we can all guess which side of the aisle this... Uh, individual was on, but there was a video circulating of uh, this guy, and I mean, it, it caught like people started sharing this and sharing this theory that Forky in Toy Story 4 is trans. Yes. And that Disney was pushing this trans character onto our kids to show us this, and it's like, He's a fork. It's a plastic spork. <laughs> It's not even a fork. He's a spork. It's a spork, and the whole thing. And but the thing was, the person hadn't watched the movie. He was basing it entirely on the 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 poster, and again, that side of the aisle just grabbed it and ran away with it, saying Disney is trying to shove trans people into our kids' heads and all this stuff. And it's like we're not. Just because we have them in there doesn't mean we're trying to do anything. It didn't have anything to do with trans straight people. Char- it was a characters. spork. It's and a even if movie it did, about toys. Straight characters don't make gay people straight. So right. I don't I, it's, understand. It's, I, no, but once again, if you're a trans person and you watch that movie and, and you, you somehow like, relate to that and it makes you feel good. Sure, also, that makes fine. me feel good. That that makes but you feel like, good. But ha- also, like anyway. But how does one character written in a, mo- a book? You know, what, anyway, on toys. I tell you how what. How does it even make that? Has it whatever? No, I agree. But I mean, you know, if if we're gonna be honest about it, I do have a big problem with one song, and it's it's you know, I don't understand why they think every one of us needs to think that being under the sea would be a good thing. Like you know, I mean, it's, you got this crab who's red, which pisses me off that they colored him red. He should have been more of an orange. So that's also like filling our kids' <laughs> head with their blue. Yeah, I, right. So I mean, or we gray. got this, and They're then saying that oh, it's so much fun under the sea, and you know, it's trying to convince our kids to go drown themselves, trying to get under the sea where there's people playing uh, starfish like drums. It's that kind of dumb asinine I, crap that that this I mean, it's I almost, so preposterous. I almost like, drowned trying to live under the sea. Yeah. Well, so I was also going to go in a yellow. Movie. I was going to go in a yellow submarine before that, though. So you, what can I say? Explain so much. <laughs> well, and I'm glad. So I'm glad we had two opposite uh, political sphere. Uh, examples there because mm-hmm. it's uh, like yeah, it's no, not no, no. one it's not one party or nope. no no it's the other side wants to take a, it and make it everybody's that. a lunatic <laughs> and it's like just watch the movie right right and stop looking so far into it just in t- just be entertained now, for once just be entertained for once in your lives correct well, me if I'm wrong Ren yeah. uh, the actual point of Frozen two is uh, it, it's more regarding like. Where you're from, natives and um, 
traditions, I guess, uh, something like that. Yeah, I don't know if that's the whole point, but it is about, it's it's kind of, it goes back into like their family's origin and that happens to include some indigenous people type things, which actually Disney, um, I wish I could remember it. They contracted out the tribe that it is based on. Yeah, they like to, basically as went, consultants. Yep, cool. They like wanted to make it cool, and so they weren't like yeah. taking yeah, advantage of it. Yeah, they want to make it accurate and actually pay people for their. Yeah, I don't know about all that business. I don't know if they paid anyone, but they or like contract. Well, if they're under contract of some kind, they got some kind of. They, I think they at least consulted. They tried yeah. to. They didn't want to do wrong by anyone, right. basically. Yeah. Um, and I, I love that. I, I do actually. So nothing's free. They got paid. I will. I am like I am the aunt who like knows all the words to the Disney songs and will sing them and try not to sing them louder than you, but I don't make any promises. Like, so you can be just entertained by these things. Like, I really and we I'll dance tell you, to um, the girls and I put on dance performances for the family. I, I will tell you, like, it's really bad because Ella th- and I have all the grace of rhinos. <laughs> y'all are gonna think I'm super late, but like. Like, let it go has gotten me through a little bit of stuff. Like, being able to, like, belt that out in the car. Like, I mean, there are times when those songs really do mean something And Mitch and I are listening to White Zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, like, my hype song before I go on, like, a job interview is I Have Confidence from the Sound of Music. So, I mean, it's all good. When I used Um, to do my 60-mile walk, I sang I Feel Pretty. And I came up with different words to put in because there weren't enough verses. (laughs) It it can mean whatever it means to you. And it can... It can just be a movie you watch one time and enjoy. And stop it can be reading into you it. Look forward to watching with your kid yep. or your or your nieces or nephews. Like it's all fine, but just stop projecting so much onto it. It is a lot, and like having expectations of what other people are supposed to think or feel. This about is a lot it. of this existentialism that I'm not into. Like I just is it? Am I like just a really dumb? non-intellectual by just watching stuff to watch it and I'm not looking I'm not looking for mistakes I'm not looking for inaccuracies I'm not looking for a point of contention I'm just watching it does that make me dumb no that makes you a happier person I mean (laughs) I mean I think that's what that's what movies are supposed to do they're supposed to be an escape from reality not something to provoke you and right make you aggravated and angry I live an aggravated angry life I want to watch a movie and just watch a damn movie and hear some singing and whatever well and if it makes you think or inspires you then that's a bonus sure cool yeah and if it makes me mad I don't watch it again like Um, and so the last thing I had about all the contention on this is something Mitch already said is that these movies are kind of a reflection of their time. Please don't watch Sleeping Beauty expecting it to be as progressive or as 2019 as Moana. Well, you know. You're going to be yeah. disappointed. And if that means you don't want your kids to watch that one, or mm-hmm. that's fine. But, like, we just have – also, like, that's kind of history, right? Like I also, maybe you wait so your kid can handle it and sure. talk to them about the time. You know, this was made at this time, and and here's what kind of our country looked like then, and here's what the world looked like then. Like Snow White, Cinderella, and Sleeping Beauty were made when black people still had their own water fountains. Yes, that is an excellent context, right. and probably you don't want to talk to yes. the three year old about that, but the seven year old, the eight year old can probably gonna, you can start have those yeah. conversations. I'm going to say something. Kind of, kind of against what I really believe in, <laughs> controversial. But like, so as much as I'm not one of these women who wants, I, I don't think a print, a man or a prince should. I shouldn't be waiting for him to save him. Me, if there's some woman out there that really does, like, I don't really care. Like, I'd rather you didn't. I'd rather you like have your own 
things and what work for your own stuff. But quite frankly, I don't really begrudge you if you want some prince to come sweep you off your feet. Well, it's like when I asked my mom if she thought of herself as a feminist, she said, no, Mitchell. Yeah. I'm not a feminist. I like it when your daddy holds the door for me and picks up the check for That's dinner. That's different. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Right. Like my mom likes right. that my dad provides. Sure. Like, and there are women out there. Right. And, and, I, and so, right. I'm not. Right. I'm not, and I'm not saying like. Yeah. That's, I'm not like she, super. An- I mean, I'm not really even again. As much as it's not me, and I'd rather that not be. But we're all different, right? And yeah. it's okay if you want to be a pretty princess and get rescued. Like, honestly, it doesn't affect me. Well, let me. So, it doesn't hurt me for you to do that. So, I, I mean, yeah. I don't want you to set us back. I don't want to, I don't want you to set feminism back, you know, another hundred years. But, yeah. well, I have, so I have a couple of things uh, to say about that. So, uh, this is actually one of the more important points for me. My life changed dramatically when I met Shane. Mm hmm. And he made me more of who I am. And he made me more comfortable in who I am as myself. And I think meeting me and falling in love with me made him a better person too. Right. And so stories about falling in love and finding your person and true love and all of that are worth telling. They're just not the only stories worth telling. And right. I think that's the problem with it. So I think for a long time, that's, that's all it was, was the woman getting rescued by the man. But sometimes men and women work together. Sometimes men and women save each other. Sometimes... It, you know, in the real world, women and women save each other and men and men save each other. Sometimes, like, all, there are all kinds of stories about all kinds of things happening. And right. I, I don't think it's fair to say, well, she fell in love in the movie, and so that's a worthless piece of film. Right. That's right. I will also say, in this new movie, and this is something that's talked about pretty wild, widely, um, and I'll even read the quote from Kristen Bell. Kristoff <laughs> uh, has, like, a whole song, and... Actually, his story arc in Frozen 2 is about his love relationship with Anna, more so than her story arc is about their relationship. And so what she says is, I think it's rare to see a film in which filmmakers made it their mission to give a man a song with big feelings. And when he swoops in to help Anna, he says, I'm here, what do you need? He doesn't say, stand back. Mm -hmm. And even later, there's a scene where Anna apologizes to him apologizes to him and he says, it's okay, my love isn't fragile. Mm-hmm. He's such a great representation of an egoless partner who is also allowing himself to feel all the feels. So the way Kristoff was portrayed in this movie, his representation is probably the most important thing to me about the film. I mean, like I said, his arc is about his relationship with her and it is lovely to see that mm-hmm. represented. Um, but we can't say, oh, we like it when they do this with the guy, and the, but let's never do that with a female again. Right. We, it, I mean, right. so that's right. We can't praise it for him and condemn it for her. Right, and so, and and I mean, I think there's been quite a bit of uh, imbalance there, and so we should acknowledge that. But you know, it, it can't. It, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. That's right. And as long as they're saving each other, and I and I, feminism I, is about equality. And I do love that there. It is like the opposite of toxic masculinity. The way he sure. is presented in this movie is right. lovely. Um. So one thing that is kind of a couple things that I do find a little not great are um, the body expectations. Sure, I never expected to grow up and look like a Disney princess. Neither did I. It was like we talked about on Barbie. It's a fantastic, but that is a thing. But it's a um, thing. That's right. Um, so one, and we can get into this with the individual princesses, but kind of their ages and versus like yeah. I think I always assumed they were older than they were actually yes, it's meant disturbing. to be. Disturbing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not ideal. They're actually mo- like I thought they were all teenagers, so I think that's part of why I got so upset they were getting like rescued because I thought most of them. I'm like, well, they're living at home, right? So that means they're under adult age, right? Like most of the time, like if your stepmother's abusing you. <laughs> 
and you're an adult, you tell her to go pound sand and leave. But Cinderella is still being abused, therefore she's a child. Another thing worth noting is that the books and stories that these are based on were written way before. Sure. Like way, right. The movie way comes out a long time before. ago. The book's even older. Right. right. Like way before. Yes. And, and we from did very, get- very different regions of the world right. as well. Like That's right. I was watching uh, the Imagineers docuseries on Disney Plus about like Disney World and when they updated Space. Uh, the small world ride. Right. And they added all of, they, they decided they were going to add characters from all of the, the movies and the animation and people were up in arms about them changing small world and all right. that stuff. But they did it in a way where they took the characters that had been pulled from each region and, and part of the world and put them there. So like uh, Cinderella, I think it was Cinderella was in the uh, Europe, part and then mm-hmm. you had like um frozen in the the norwegian part and, right. and up and and all mulan yeah. obviously and yeah and, Moana, uh, yeah. and stuff like that and i thought that was really cool how they did that but it also shows that these aren't american made stories right. and they're not right. new they're right. old and yeah. they come from different cultures different, different cultures mm-hmm. and they're very 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 old <laughs> Yes. Right. It's true. And it, that when we did, it, people died and married and everything younger than we do now. That's just a fact. I mean, fact. yeah. And I, I mean. In the, in the 1800s, I mean, we were getting married when we were younger because we were dying when we were younger. We were having, ba- you know what I mean? Like, that's just. Did you guys there was, really you consider know. the age, though, when you were watching them? No. I, I like, no. was surprised as an adult to find out the ages because I just assumed they were older. Until this conversation right now, I have never ever considered the age of any Disney princess whatsoever. They Not, just seemed ageless to me. Kind of. In a way kind of. where their age seemed irrelevant. I just thought they were all in like it, their 20s. It like was. That's kind of what it felt like. Well, it was, it, irrele- it was I irrelevant. Have, I wouldn't have put something. a specific number on it. No. But like they seemed like they seemed like young grown-ups to me watching it as a child. Right. And what you said. Well, okay, we've got more to come. Yep. So, but yeah. we'll, we'll touch back on that. Uh, again later the age thing so the only other broad thing i wanted to say before we start talking about them specifically is that one thing i don't think enough of them get credit for is um so many of these characters are constantly defying expectations yeah like they're ignoring that's right and i don't mean that in a bad way i actually mean that in a positive way well Um, yeah considering their age i mean we're not saying 14 year olds flaunt authority um but i'm fine with it but like (laughs) They they went against the grain, yes. and I think that that is something in some that, way or another for sure. Well, my two, the ones that bother me now more as an adult, like even as a kid, though, kind of you know the whole the whole story being based on a relationship is a problem for me, and then being you know being rescued by a man generally a problem for me. Like yeah. we kind of talked about it, but it, it is still, and so we'll get into why I like other princesses better than but others. I'm just curious, and it, it, and it, maybe it's just what, I, I don't think that. Which ones are, which Disney princess movies are you speaking of that are based entirely on a relationship? Well, well like the old ones. Let's get into it. Yeah, and we'll get in. Yeah, so we'll start. We'll so start doing the. Let's. We'll go down the line. Let's start with this first era. So I, I kind of put these separately even before I saw the era division because I learned that um, for the behind the scenes folks, I don't mean the voice actors, but I mean like mm-hmm. the creators of these movies: Snow White, which was made in thirty-seven, Cinderella, which was made in nineteen fifty. And Aurora, which was made in 1959. Or Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. It's okay. <laughs> Bad written. Um, 
they there were no females involved in the creation. It was <laughs> all male, which sure. isn't surprising, no. but is a really interesting fact. Uh, and I saw a TED talk with the woman who created Brave, and she mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Snow White, first off, um, there's like almost nothing to even comment on because there's just very little work to work with. It's just kind of a straight up fairy tale there's not really character development there's not really yeah it's kind of, right yeah what so she's like just right she she hides away from her stepmother who's going to kill her because she's, she's not the she's fairest she's the fairest 14 and she's 14 she's the fairest Sorry. and then she gets rescued by a man she lives in a forest with small men <laughs> who rescued by men okay right. fine. Go well ahead. i don't even know i think she <laughs> helped rescue the dwarves she did she re- she d- well listen she did Curb some of their behavior. She and, did. She they t- were kind of rowdy. Yep. But she did have. She did cook and clean for them and do all the lady things. She did. And then she's she's tricked by mm-hmm. her stepmother in disguise, and then the prince comes along and saves her. So okay, that's that's not super feminist. Um, but the, I, you're right. I to mean, be okay, honest so with you, like until you just said not- the end, I was waiting on you to tell me about the prince because I don't remember. Anyone but the huntsman. She gets... That's the only oh, no. male other than the seven dwarves I remember from that movie because I feel like her getting saved is so irrelevant to the rest of the movie and the interactions well, but then, like, that are to done. To me, I think about the whole story and I'm like, what's the whole point of the story was so she could get rescued by the guy at the end. Yeah, they meet at a well and like they're like, oh, you, yes. you're great, you're great. And then at the end, he yeah. finds her and, and she's already eaten the apple. Right, she bites the apple, she's poisoned, and the only way she can be awakened is by True Love's, true love's First Kiss. Kiss, which is what Shrek makes fun of, basically, by the way. Yeah. I love Shrek for that. Okay, but still, I mean, I, I, I think that it almost seems like they threw that in after the fact just to wrap things up and tie up loose ends. Like, how do we end this movie of this woman that's hanging out with these hilarious It dwarves? is. So here's what's funny. We all love this movie. <laughs> Who doesn't love Snow White? But then when you start thinking back about it, you're like, this is a terrible movie. This, yeah. this movie has no character, like you said, no character arcs or development. Well, I really do There's, need to rewatch the three. That, well, I don't need to rewatch Cinderella. God knows I have that and the Rodgers and Hammerstein's version of it memorized. Because you're Sisters. Because of my sisters, I love Cinderella. It's worth noting that my sisters preferred the Rodgers and Hammerstein version because Katie, my youngest sister, got scared when Cinderella had to go up into her room. Can we talk oh. also? When she <laughs> got locked in her room, Katie did not like that Cinderella had to go to her room. Well, getting grounded is the worst. Me too. Well, not when you have a whole family of mice that are your friends and sing songs with you. That sounds pretty rad. Can we? Can we do our favorites by era? Because I do have different favorites. By Are you era. getting ready to derail the way that we were going? Because I thought no. we were just talking about Snow White. We're do, I'm done with her. Okay, I feel like so this can we move on to Cinderella? Let's move, so let's just say Cinderella, okay, probably not feminist, but we're also not saying let's throw the masters in the ocean and forget it ever happened. We wouldn't have the movies we have now if. I love them. You know? I love Snow White. I, d- I love Cinderella. See, Cinderella I love, to I love me Snow is That's more fine. of a. a I do. I love a, the movie. I love Snow White because she's animals. It's animals, right? Like. Let's be honest, of the old ones, I'm probably, I'm like more Aurora or Snow White, not oh, Cinderella. I forgot something really important I was going to say. Um, what does Snow White say when she gets her film developed? God. Negatives? Someday my prince will come. Oh, hmm. So Cinderella <laughs> is, is interesting, That's the song right? from Snow White, everyone. Cinderella, you could say it's about a relationship, but is it? Is it about a relationship or is it about an abusive family and class struggle? It is, but then she has because to, but the only way to get out of it is to be rescued by a man. 
Well, actually, okay, so I'm going to argue with that a little bit. Okay. I'm going to, I don't know that anyone's ever made this argument before. Let's go. But, so she's actually kind of in the, not in the original fairy tale, but in the movie, mm-hmm. or maybe it is in the fairy tale too. Um, she's rest, a lot of, she gets tons of help from the animals. Right. And so I would actually make the argument that they help her because she's nice to them. And and everybody else is a jerk. So what about like how we treat Cinderella? <laughs> yeah. How, yeah. How what about the power of kindness? Yes. And Cinderella and like so that's not the only thing we want to teach young girls or young men or anybody. But um, how about Cinderella's nice and like nice good people things, should get right. Good sometimes. things come to nice people. <laughs> not. I mean, I don't disagree. I yeah. mean, in all seriousness, I don't think, and and I could be wrong, and this could be me male washing something but like i don't think that her intention was necessarily i want to go to the ball and fall in love and get married it was i just want to be a part of it i, I just be, want to yeah. go to the treated ball like a human uh, yeah i'm <laughs> yeah, so, like, I agree with you. i don't even have a nice dress like mm-hmm. i just i sit up here i love fashion you should see my sketches i'm trying to get to juilliard but you know i i'm getting <laughs> locked we- in my room every time they want some peace and quiet and i these why are, Why? are we furthering the point that everybody looks into these too much? Actually, and they're just no. and they're just movies. No, I, like no, and I they're lovely. So. I think <laughs> no, I think what we're saying is that in regards people, to the conversation. People take a like a people take the easy argument on these and dismiss right. them. And like I don't think it's looking too much into it to say, well, actually she's not just after a dude. That's actually not the story of Cinderella. Well, none of these stories were written. For this purpose. They right. weren't written for the purpose of highlighting how great it is to be rescued by a man. They were all written as teaching tools for children right? In, in their respective uh, countries and stuff. They were learning. They were supposed to teach right. morals and lessons. Oh, you mean the original stories? The originals, right. yeah. which we could do a whole episode on the original Where? versions of these and <laughs> yeah. Goldilocks getting impaled on a steeple and, and all that stuff. But, Ariel turning into foam? Right. Yes, exactly. Um, but... I mean, these are, are well, much what I'm saying is people looking versions. into it, people making these such a, they're, it's such a high case for how they're so horrible when they're not taking anything else into consideration. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. just saying, oh, this is sexist and this man, you know, I mean, so obviously that's the line I was taking here so we could have this discussion. Yeah. I can't speak on the next are you, one. Are you uh, sleeping like, beauty? Cause I don't remember. Are it. you kidding me? Right. Like, this is just watch them and have like just it's, enjoy the it's, movie. It's, it's a beautiful like, movie. These movies so, are just light entertainment. And if you feel like your kid can't handle it, without then becoming don't let a, them watch it. Don't let if they're going to watch it and become yeah. a sociopath, then probably don't let them watch yeah. it. Um, so Sleeping Beauty. I know that's not how sociopaths are yeah, made. Whatever. That's not okay. Uh, <laughs> Sleeping Beauty happens to be my favorite of the first generation. I haven't of seen it in so long. Like I don't remember anything. Aurora is my favorite. Old that's the one with princess. Maleficent, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cinderella is so, my which, favorite. Talk She's about both, a bad bunch. Well, so Maleficent is my favorite villain, and Aurora is my favorite old school princess. Because she doesn't uh, say anything. Yeah, that's how a woman. Because she's lazy. To be. Woman's supposed to not talk. Cinderella was 19, by the way. Um, so Aurora... Well, at least she was the only eight of age. Yes. I don't know why she was still in her step... She's an idiot. Why was she still in her stepmother's house ha- under her dominion? Have we not discussed that this was written way before people were expected to leave the house at the age of 18? No, BT Also, does. that and she was abused and, like... Yeah, I mean, well, where else is she going to go? She's do poor. The, uh, She's poor. She has nothing. Her yeah. stepmom took everything, and then when her father died... Just made her a slave. Like the only way that she had room, board, and food was if she did what her stepmom told her to do. So 
you know, I mean, in 2020, she kills them all. I, probably. Okay. <laughs> Running there like John Wick. Yep. <laughs> so Sleeping Beauty was uh, came out in 59, and she was 16 years old. Yep. And like, there's also like I think besides Snow White, Aurora is the one who's there's the least information about. She actually, I believe, speaks less than any other Disney princess. I think I read. <laughs> um, I'm sure. Because for a lot of it, she's, she's you know sleeping. unconscious. Um, <laughs> That's the one with the three fairies yes. too, right? Yes. Okay. But yeah, so actually, like I saw this whole analysis about male versus female words, which I think you could make an argument about whether that's actually more or less a helpful way to evaluate movies or not. But the fairies talk a lot in this one, and the fairies are kind of cool, I think. I, I actually really like the fairies, and it doesn't surprise me that you would... Yeah, I like love a that movie one. With them. Yeah, you're. Uh, I don't know which one of you is the like feisty blue one, but it's one of you. <laughs> Real quick, before we move on, I would like to say that perhaps it is not the prince that saves Cinderella, and perhaps it is the fairy godmother. Uh, yeah, I meant to mention that. That's right, ladies helping ladies, women empowerment. That's right. <laughs> and once again, I feel like the fairy godmother comes to her because. Like she, she feels deserves it. She feels like she's deserving yeah, and help. The, she's a pure person. And then is, the three fairies in Snow White, uh, Sleeping Beauty, try to like do everything without magic. And right. I mean, well, she, of course, again, yeah. once again, it's this is probably your favorite because there's these like three women, not her actual mom, but being yep. very maternal and looking out for this little girl. You got it. Um, so now she does as a 16 year old uh, meet a guy in a forest, decide she should marry him, and then marry him pretty soon after. Yeah. And by 59, this is not so much the thing, just yeah. by the way. But it's... We're not again, getting married in... Except for it's an old... It's once again an old fairy tale. She doesn't done. look 16. No. Um, she which is a whole other thing. 16. But also, she wasn't wearing a t-shirt that said, this girl is 16. So, like, once again, the girl, people watching it probably weren't thinking, like, I'm 16. Why hasn't this happened to me yet? But, but we... Right. But, I should go find a man in a forest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I mean, it's fine. Like I like that movie too, and it's. Yeah. But it, I I don't think it's like a, I don't think it's a feminist film that we should look to for that sort of analysis. But it's like also not not everything has to be. Nope. I mean, Maleficent. If you watch the movie, the so I'm a big fan. Like I'm a big fan of Wicked, and Son of a Witch, and then like Maleficent. I love the story of why the villains become the villains. Yeah. And so Maleficent is not anti-feminist. She's, no. but she's a little, she's a little bit over the top. She's something, but she's something. She's the female version of the Joker, kinda. She <laughs> is. She's a really intriguing but villain. I remember as a kid, like being intrigued she's, by her. Yeah, she's my favorite. She's she pretty is, gnarly. She like, is my favorite villain. She's always been. She always will be. She's gnarly, but like beautiful in like a creepy way. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like oh, I yes. said, right when we kicked off with that, she's a bad bitch. Yep, she's amazing. Okay, so then we move into the middle era. Right, of, so these we're talking about Ariel, we're talking about yes, these come out Now these come out after all of our births, barely one of them. <clears throat> uh, we're talking about <laughs> Jasmine. Um, yeah, so I, so we'll start with The Little Mermaid from 1989. Ariel is 16. Yeah. Um, so I think like the big difference between, and I remember like so the last princess movie was like thirty years before this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the big difference is Ariel is kind of a like whatever dad I'm doing what I want. She's a go getter. She's active and she's like defying expectations. Sure. She's up fed up her. with the status quo. She's yeah. tired of the bull. Why? Yeah. She's like no, I'm gonna I live don't... my life. I'm gonna do me. Right. I don't want to be a princess. I want to exactly. go exactly. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But her goal is she, like, sees Eric, and she's like, I'm going to get him. But her actual goal before seeing Eric and what was led just, her to see Eric was just to be in the human a part world. of their world. That's a really good scene. That's true voice. because she does have her whole like collection. She's right. She's like super intrigued. Look at this right. stuff. Isn't it neat? What you call it? A spoon? <laughs> it's one of the first CDs um, I ever bought. It's no kidding. It's like the, the Little Mermaid and Aladdin soundtracks. Like Aww. oh, I was obsessed. My dad and I would would act out the Little Mermaid. He would like he would get like a King Triton voice and call me Ariel, and I would like be like whatever, father. <laughs> It's amazing. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. Okay, so yeah, and we kind of talked about Ariel and well, all the that whole yeah, stuff. the whole like giving up her voice thing right. once again, but it didn't work. Like that lesson was, hey, so she attempts to give up her voice for a man that didn't work out so and well. That was did a it? really bad idea. So maybe don't do that. Maybe she should have talked to somebody else about how to, you know, figure work that through out. these other feelings than, other than Ursula. It wasn't until she learned to accept herself that Eric did find her. Okay. Got Mitch it. Wheeler laying it out. I am. I didn't studied or prep for this at all. You just didn't so you have know. to. You're a Disney You're princess. A, no, I am, a, I am really. a nerd. <laughs> um, I will say so. Ursula is probably my favorite Disney villain. Villain period. Um, I like Ursula a lot, but yeah. still Maleficent's better to me. She was actually me. so she was based on a uh, divine from a bunch of John Waters films. You guys should look mm-hmm. that up if you don't know who that is. It's really fascinating. I love Devon. <laughs> yeah, but she. I mean, she scared me really bad as a kid. So that my parents had to come up with creative ways because I wanted to watch the movie like every day. Like I, we literally wore the VHS tape out. It's a quick but, theory, right? So the eels, flotsam and jetsam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So Ariel was able to make her way out onto land and become a human, mm-hmm. right? Do you think that it's possible that the two eels somehow managed to do the same and become the hyenas in The Lion King? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's actually three hyenas in The Lion King. Well, one of it was just one didn't make it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we didn't. <laughs> So maybe they bred. They I don't broke know. in half. <laughs> <laughs> One ended up being female. Um, okay. So, okay. I mean, maybe it's worth having a conversation with your kid when you watch this. Or, I don't know, if yourself, if you're a grown-up watch, I don't know. But, like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so, next. I love Beauty this one, too. and the Beast. This is another one. I, I can't watch <laughs> Ever again, oh, because I've girls. seen it so many times. Oh, it's so good. And like forced to watch it. I mean, if you think about it, if you're a kid and everybody gets to take a turn on what movies they're going to watch, and I've got two younger sisters that went to the video store and argued over who got to rent the same movie like it mattered, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm watching it twice in a row, and then I might get to watch my movie. Oh, well, Crime Maybe. River. But this and Cinderella were, were really the ones that I just I, I can't do them anymore. I, they're great, and I appreciate them, but I can't, I can't do them anymore. Well, I so I love this movie with my whole heart. Uh, I will say I remember seeing it in theaters, and I actually, as an adult, later remember, like, I, I think I had my first feminist moment watching Beauty and the Beast. Like, I remember... There's this part where she, like, Gaston has just left. Like, she got rid of him. Thank goodness. 
And he's the worst. She goes running out so. into this field. He's awful. I don't even want to hear you talk yeah. about it. I we saw know what you, you have on a Facebook. theory and you're full of it. Stop it Move right on. now. Yep. Um, but she goes out in this field and she's like singing about like wanting more than what the dummies in the town have planned for her and wanting like a different life, yeah. like a life of her own. And I just remember like in that moment, I feel like I like turned a different color or like blossomed or like something <laughs> happened inside me. And I remember like feeling like magic happening in my little red tiny like body. Right. And like, I'm just telling you, like, I remember it. And like, it's really cute. <laughs> like, I think it, like what it said to me was like, Oh no, you can live your life the way you want to do it. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, you know, she's a book, book reading girl. You know, she doesn't have any time for this big burly man who's trying to save her. Right. So she does do much better in comparison so far, yeah. really, because she does. She's a little bit more progressive at this point than but the I others. I think you know, and I didn't have parents who would ever have given me any idea other than I could have whatever life I wanted. But like, yeah. I don't know. It just like did something to me, and like, I don't know. It's one of my favorites. And I, my cousin, my poor cousin Elijah, and I used to. So I reenacted King Triton with my dad. And then my cousin Elijah and I, like, we would reenact the scene at the end. Like, nothing weird, but, like, the, the death scene. Like, uh, he would lay there, and then like, I would, like, cry over his body, and then he would, like, rise from the dead. No, you're right. Nothing weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> when are you getting to the point that this isn't weird? Because <laughs> Mitch and I were waiting. Mm. Oh, my. Mm-mm. Okay. Was that an overshare? It was It was something. I don't. It was something. <laughs> That that it was. Poor Elijah. That's all I have to say. He's fine. He's fine. I can't believe you called him out by name. I, well, he's he would just anyway. He's okay. fine. So um, <laughs> and then of course, yeah. You, so he she gets with the beast, who's this curmudgeon. So there's some and Stockholm. This is very Stockholmy. Um, yeah, I would just like to say Gaston did not try to kidnap her. No, but he was a jerk. Okay, so but his, are the, you saying the beast was kinded? The beast was not intending to betroth her. Okay, there was a whole different he was intention. Eat her? I mean, I no, no, he was going to keep her as a prisoner. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's much better. Than I mean, I'd rather marrying that her than and you, providing for her. No, I'm just no, going to keep you a as life, a prisoner and feed a, you what you so need to but survive. But like a life with here's, Gaston is like okay. here's what's wrong with Gaston. Gaston say says. Oh, I don't know anything about that broad, but she's the prettiest one in town. So, so I'm gonna make her marry me. Yeah. Right now there. I'm not I, saying in real life the beast is a better option. Again, sign of the times. Okay. I yes. think uh, we, we also we've got like well, 35 no, wait, more wait, princesses. So it, let's yeah. like. Okay. Wait so a here's it's the a thing sign about of the times that that he was the bad guy. The, they the were beast saying, was the bad guy. No. No, it's a sign of the times. The the way the actual movie plays out that Gaston is the villain. Correct. Yeah, but he was okay. Here's the thing about Beauty and the Beast, and why that Belle is is by far the most feminist of all of them is that she was not saved by a prince or by anyone. She did the saving. Yes, that's right. She saved him. Yep. That's he right. was the one with the issues. Curse. Right. Right. He like, was cursed. She, sure, she was kidnapped, but she made the best of it with singing candelabras and <laughs> clocks and dishes and yep. stuff like that. Yep. And, and uh, ended up saving him. Yes. I agree. Breaking the, breaking the curse and all of that with her power. Right. And once again, like, she's kind. She's she's the first one that they really play up, like, her intelligence. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of correlations between the Beast and Elsa. 
I could see that. I think you're going to write a thesis on that, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> that is my thesis. I'm going for my doctorate. My dissertation is on Beast and Elsa. Meant to be? Question mark. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. We've got 25 more princesses. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to... So the next one is... Oh, so Belle was 17, by the way. I would have thought she I'm was a, older. I'm a little more okay with her. I, yeah. I mean, like... At least she was almost an adult. Like um, the 14-year-old ones is That was upsetting. 91. Jasmine, 15. Yeah. And this is, so this was 1992. I actually think she's fairly <laughs> feminist. Um, Again, another one that's uh, done with the status quo. Yep. She doesn't want to be the princess that she's being forced can to I, be. Can I play Madison Jade? No. Please. No, we'll share that on Facebook. Okay. We'll, 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 I don't even yeah. know what it is, but no. So there's this little yes, girl. Little and we're going to play it to death. There's this little girl. We'll show it to you yes. after. But she basically is like, Jasmine doesn't need a man to show her the world. She goes see the world for herself and leave him at home, basically. That's what it she was, says. It's pretty amazing. She's like four. So um, I will say, first of all, the movie is actually Aladdin. And so there's all this stuff about her not being the one to save the day. I would argue she helped save the day. But he's actually the hero of the film. Right. It's, it's the a story movie about, about him. him. Right. Right. Um, but given all of that, she doesn't expect other accept other people's <laughs> expectations of her, anybody's, including Aladdin's. Mm-hmm. Um, fights her dad. Fights she the fights, patriarch fights for the patri- sure. He had Aladdin had to work for that affection. He had to yeah. work very hard. And yeah. he, he screwed it up a couple times and had to he had to prove himself worthy of her affection rather than vice versa. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't like, here's a guy I'm interested in. I'll just do whatever he says and blindly accept what, he, what comes out of his mouth. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, he did fool her, but like, right. he needed a genie to make oh, that happen. You know, man. <laughs> okay, so my favorite of those three is Belle. Yeah, I love Belle. I like, actually like all three of them, but Belle's my favorite. Yeah, but Belle's my favorite of them. All right, so then I think you could, you could put Pocahontas and Mulan with them or with the next group. Right. I'm going to put them with the next group. Okay. Because I think in this next group, um, the romantic relationships become even less of a thing. They do. Um, so we'll start with Pocahontas from 95. Uh, Pocahontas was 18. Obviously, we're not talking about actual Pocahontas because um, <laughs> I think she was younger than that. And also, it's a completely different story. Yes. And this uh-huh. is in no way historically accurate. No. Not <laughs> no. Um, nope. But for the first time, she doesn't end up with the dude. Mm-hmm. It, like, to yeah, me. This is the first movie where. Like, it's huge, mm-hmm. right? Um, and she doesn't put him first, even though she does actually love him. Like, she pieces out at the end, and she, or well, he pieces out. She sends mm-hmm. him on his way because mm-hmm. she's got to stay and, and she do what's right for him. her tribe. Right. <laughs> what? I was just thinking she's got to stay and wait on more white people to come murder her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yep. That's that's the real story. Right. <laughs> it's not the movie. Um, but I love her. Um yeah, I just think I think Pocahontas is great. So um, then yeah, we have Mulan in ninety eight. She's sixteen. Was well, there anything is there oh. anything are there any problems po- with Pocahontas? Pocahontas? No, it's one of the ones I know the least. I don't I don't see any big no. issues other than other than the like cultural stuff, which is right. not what we're that's where about. I was gonna say yeah. if if any controversy is there? It is. It has more to do with the cultural aspects yeah. of it, not, but, but all not of the these feminism. can have some cultural situations for them, you know. Yeah, and so. <laughs> the whitewashing. Yes. So then we get into Mulan. Uh, oh, Pocahontas I already said that she was eighteen. Yeah. Mulan was made in ninety ninety eight. Um, she was sixteen. Um, 
So, so this story is very similar to one Barbara Streisand did Yentl back in like 1979, oh, at the end of 70s. So the premise of that story is she be, she pretends to be a boy so she can get education. Mm-hmm. She ends up falling in love with Mandy Patinkin. Um, and this is literally like... <laughs> who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and this is, you know, young Mandy Patinkin. And this is like old school and then they fall in love and it's like weird, but then it's revealed she's a woman. So it's not dissimilar. If, if like, anything, it's showing the... The patriarchy and its problems. Mm-hmm. Like, this chick just ruled on the battlefield, but right. y'all wouldn't have let her do that That's if, right. she, if she was a woman. Well, once again, like, the, the romantic relationship is secondary. And in fact, right. romance in general is a hurdle for her. Like, the whole movie kind of starts with her being forced into this scenario with the matchmaker. And right. she, like, she's flubs like, it entirely. Because right. it's she's being forced into something that's not... And she's 16, and right. that's gross. And she's driven by, but of course, I'm sure that's probably not far off from the truth. Well, like, people are allowed to fall in love also. I mean, Right, that's the point I was okay. making earlier. Yeah. Like, stories about love are also fine. They're yes, just not, people fall in love. It's just not the only story worth telling. Right. We have to remember that, but it's it's not bad. But it's not bad, right. Um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, I really like Mulan. Um, I feel like I had something else to say about it, but... Mm. It's all good. We'll circle back. I oh I do I really like the song I'll make a man out of you. As uh, probably some toxic masculinity ha- happening <laughs> a there. A little bit, you think? But it does hype me up for a workout. <laughs> Your workout hype up songs and mine are so very different. It's um almost remarkable. Let's it's, get down to business. I've never one time listened to a Disney song even during workout. <laughs> just so you know. You must be strong as a coursing river. I'm just done with you right now. Well, the strength of okay. a great typhoon. Tiana. 20, 2009, she was 19. We're, we're doing well when we Basically have an adult. elderly. Yes. Um, <laughs> so she's, I, I know you said you haven't seen this movie. Um, I've seen Katrina. like a couple parts of it, but I've never seen it all the it's way through. so good. I've never actually she's seen good. all of Pocahontas really, all the way through. Uh, she is. Or Rapunzel. She's a ball buster. She's. Tangled. And like even, so even more than Mulan romances. Like so, it's still there. It's not as gone as like Brave, which we'll get to. But it's but Princess and the Frog. I, I keep I keep on like having to remember what their actual oh, movie yeah. names are. So, but it is even more secondary, I would say, than Mulan. Mm-hmm. Like she's actually resistant to it. Right. <laughs> like, she doesn't want anything to do. She's like she's working. She didn't want to put on a princess dress. No, she's working. She's trying to like start a business. Actually, is what's happening with Tiana, and then she accidentally gets cursed and like reluctantly enjoys the other person that she gets cursed with. Right. Again, you can fall in love. It's okay. Yeah. And that doesn't stop her from going after what she wants in any way. Yep. Um, So I, I dig Tiana. Um, So the next one's Rapunzel, um, which was made in 2010. Oh yeah. Tangled. Um, And she's 18. I'm not seeing all of Rapunzel. I mean, I know the story, obviously, of Rapunzel, but I've never seen Tangled. Tangled's really good, I've only seen a couple bits of it. I just think it's fascinating that you haven't seen all of them, but Mitch has. Oh, yeah. He has Disney+. Plus. (laughs) I I do need to go back. I think you saw them first. I do need to go back and watch some of the uh, older ones, because it's been a while. Specifically, Sleeping Beauty and Snow White. Yeah. Probably need to rewatch Mulan, but the rest, I'm... You're set. Yeah. Oh, I love Mulan. Uh, so, Mulan she, was like my favorite when Mulan came out. Like, I really enjoyed Mulan. Oh, great! We're on Rapunzel but now. I'm just saying, like, because you were saying you had to read. <laughs> no, you had your time. You, you had dumbass. your time. <laughs> All right, Rapunzel. So, once again, 
She is not looking for a guy. That's not the goal. The goal is she really wants to go see these lanterns. And uh, she defies her mom's expectations to go Which do I it. would like to point out, bad for the environment. Go ahead. This paper later. Mm-hmm. This got real popular after that movie. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so he helps her go. He, he becomes a way for her to go see them. And then she in turn helps him. And so once again, like. It's more of a partnership. Their partnership and like they, they help each other. They fall in love. All that's fine. But that's not her original goal. That's not what she's seeking out to do. Right. Um, and I, I love it. I, and I like that she's, like, once again, defying expectations. Now, a lot of them are, like, basically what they're doing is ignoring authority figures and what their parents say. I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right. Moving along. Brave. I, have you seen Brave? I, okay. Let me say it now, then. After Mulan was my favorite, when Brave comes out, Merida's my favorite. Becomes yeah. my new favorite. Okay. Merida's awesome. She's yeah. becomes my new favorite. Very quickly. So in 2012, she's 16 years old. And so I think, and wait, with the exception of one going forward, yeah. ding, there's ding, ding. No, no romance. romance. No romance at all. And so, of course, Merida. And in know. fact, the love story is really between her and her mom. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, that beautiful. never happens. There's always like mom weirdness in Disney movies. They're either dead or, you know, well, so, the, the or conflict, they're a stepmom and they're abusive. <laughs> the conflict is that Merida doesn't want to get married. And that's mm-hmm. the resolution to the movie is that her and her mom find each other and they, they bond and they form this connection and then she doesn't have to get married. Right. Like it's it's the opposite of most of them. Right. Like the goal is for her to avoid getting married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it it once again is a departure. And I like that as time goes on. I think instead of like being a jerk to Disney for not being perfect all along and for not making super feminist films in 1937 and 1950. Right. We can say like how great Look it how is that as a company come. they have evolved. Right. It's they've kind of, listened. They listen like to our the Barbie. fans and the it's, people. It's like our Barbie talk though. Like honestly, yeah. it's well, how can we continue to condemn a company that's trying? Right. You know, yeah. like just give them a break. They're they're working on it, okay? Yeah. Well, I also so as we talk about like defying expectations of like like ignoring authority figures and parents, which has been like a theme all along. Um, she does that to her detriment in a way. Like her mom is also not perfect, but they kind of find each other. And also, like mom relationships in Disney movies are often like non-existent or complicated. And it's right. it's nice just to have one where it's like yeah, it's a mom and da- daughter, and they work out their stuff. <laughs> right, where the mom is not. Actively abusing them in some way. She's not evil or dead. Well, there, I would say that. Right. Well, there, right. It's like there's a lot. It's like did any any princess have a mom like that was you know and the ones that had stepmoms were Milan. any of them not abusive? No, I know, but like at the old school, I'm saying yeah. the old school ones. Yeah, none of them had moms. Like where's their mom? Yeah, even Ariel, Jasmine, and Belle didn't don't have moms. Yeah, Mm-mm. I mean that's what. Why were we killing women back then? Mulan was the that's first more one. upsetting actually. I think than anything if we think about it. I think that we were killing women like it was their job back then, and I, we did have a high mortality rate, but still. I think that for the part of the character development and the conflict and stuff, there had to be an absence of mothers for those earlier films. The resistance I mean, what, to their father did, and what their father thought best, <laughs> and and them having to. It's a lot. conflict. I agree. It's a lot of weirdness. Well, as someone who's about to give birth to a child, I think moms are great. And let's I'm not, for them. Yeah, let's not kill them. I don't understand why we were doing that. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's why them, did they all have be. to be dead? Like, I'm, I, I'm out. So. I think that's a weird, like, 
story thing that just kind of happened. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, if, if we're being honest, they all had moms. Oh, God, shut up. Um, <laughs> Why are so you out? <laughs> Moana, though, Moana. is now my new Disney princess. And she's she fantastic. Has, she's not been dethroned. The male protagonist in this was the buffoon, the bumbling idiot. You know, I mean, he was powerful, but yeah. it, it was her that was, mm-hmm. she Boss. was inexperienced, but still had that. Yep, running or stuff, running. Right. She knew that she had a purpose and she was going to accomplish it with or without him. Yep. So Moana comes out in 2016 and she's 16. She's supposed to be 16 in this. So once again, yay, no romance for the teenager. I also thought she was younger for some reason. Well, that's that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I actually thought, I don't know why, but like, and also we're starting to get, so one of my issues with the body type stuff, you know, Moana's not, I mean, she's beautiful. I think she's absolutely stunning, but it's not some fake... She's not this little tall, skinny. Well, she's not sexy, beautiful. She's just a she's lovely, a young lady. She's a beautiful young girl. Who's like Merida. Built the way she's supposed to be built. Right. <laughs> like, you know, like a normal person. There's less weird body stuff yes. happening. And she's got right. natural hair and like. It's Merida just, was know. very untraditionally yes. uh, made as far as really curly, wiry red hair right. and a very plain face. Uh, she was not your typical yeah, princess. Merida and Moana, for sure, I think, break a, a lot of the molds. And yeah. with Moana is, is much thicker yes. than almost any other oh, oh, yeah, princess. for sure. All of them. I, just I didn't mean was... to call a 16-year-old thick, but well, yeah, no, I mean, she... as far as proportionally, yes. she was. Okay, yes. so she's let's move like, on before I not... say anything else stupid. Yes. I love I love Moana. I think she's excellent. Yep. All right, so then we'll, um, I think we can probably kind of talk about these two together, but we've got Elsa and Anna. So, breaking the molds again, Elsa's freaking, might as well be 80, because she's 21 in Whoa. the first Frozen movie. <laughs> Wow. In 2013. So she's 21 in 2013, and then Anna's 18. Yeah. Okay. Um, So the great thing about Elsa is, once again, there's no dude she's after. Um, She's she's following solidarity and peace. She's learning Mm -hmm. self-love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's learning self-love, which she has been denied for a very long time. They both have both parents, but both parents pass away. And so they're dealing with grief. They're dealing with, like, identity stuff. They're dealing with family stuff. Like, they've got a lot of things going on. Um, And I think the cool thing with Anna, in addition to, like, so she does end up with a guy. But the cool thing about Anna is they play with the whole trope of, like, oh, I met a guy and now I'm going to marry him. Because she meets a guy, and this is not Frozen Two. This is Frozen One. So if you haven't seen it yet, I'm sorry about the spoilers. Yeah, you got to get back. Get over you got to get over. Yeah, get to the with, get with the times. <laughs> but uh, she, like, she meets a guy who's going to marry him. The guy she ends up with is like, that's a crazy thing to do. You're mm-hmm. a crazy person. Yep. And the guy that she thinks she's going to marry ends up being the villain and tries to kill her. Yeah. Um, so it kind of like goes against all of those tropes right. that we've been talking about. It's not just an absence of romantic love. It's saying this isn't always the answer. Correct. It can and, be detrimental uh, to your health. <laughs> I, that was just, I thought that was fantastic. And the guy she ends up with, they don't get married at the end of the movie. Yeah. It's like they, they're, they are starting they're a relationship cool. as you would with someone they're, who you just met. They're going to date. They're not going to just run off and get married and move into a castle and crank out some kids. Yeah. Weirdly. I just I, I like that they make the point that the quest for love that they had some of their earlier films is misguided. Yep. Um, yeah. So can we get there? Can we allow them to like get there? They're trying, right? right? I know. Look, it's a big conglomerate. Fine, your sympathy for them can be small, but right, they're they're working on it. Well, and it shouldn't be a problem that 
love, romantic love, is part of the story. Like, no. that should be fine. Uh, yeah, correct. It just, it doesn't have to be the only thing. They can make these movies without it. They're starting to make them without it. We're fine. It's fine. There, some of them are without it and some of them aren't. And that's actually and that's, like how life is. That's right. Like, some of I, us have romance. Some of us don't. It's fine. There, right. I could tell you stories about my life that were important to me before I met Shane. Right. And then stories about being with Shane and that like... And that being a very important, that was an important, we can't pretend that romantic relationships are not an important part of life. That's they right. are. Right. Um, they're just not the only part. Correct. So let's parent our kids. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. I and, have to always say that. And if you're, if you're us, let's enjoy Disney movies as adults. Yes. They're maybe, so awesome. Maybe with a glass it, of wine or something. Straight <laughs> up. Not you. <laughs> not right now. Um, okay. So we determined that we're each a princess. Well, I decided who everybody was. You but all can. I I agreed a hundred percent. Yours with is these. yours is like dumb easy to pick. Mine's dumb easy, and it was funny. Rin's like, so who is who? Y'all overthought it. Okay. No. I okay. Well, who are we then, Mitch? Who you're, are each of us? You're Elsa and Anna. <laughs> well, Katrina let's... is cold-hearted and has a lack of <laughs> self-control. She doesn't really care about anybody else's feelings as long as she's okay with herself. And Ren, you're the cheerleader, the one that's like, hey, come on. I know that you hate life right now and you haven't talked to me in three years, but you should still come out and play. Okay. In in your world, it's not awful. That's not awful. It could have been worse. Who are you then in your eyes? He's Olaf. I, I was gonna say Raymond. <laughs> I just want. I just love Raymond, the uh, lightning bug in uh, Princess and the Frog. Um, also a... worth noting, the name of the movie is The Princess and the Frog. Right. Yep. The original is The Frog and the Princess. Right. That's right. That. They swapped. If you're it. a princess, we're playing the you're a princess, not ancillary character games. We could be here all night with that. Yeah. Who? Which princess are you? Oh, I don't have any idea. Oh, I do. We do. <laughs> So, Katrina is actually, despite what Mitch says, she's Moana. You are like duty bound. You're not intimidated. <laughs> <You> said duty, <laughs> not that kind of duty. <laughs> uh, you're not intimidated by somebody just because of some status somebody else says they have or they think they have. Uh, you've got an entourage of animals with you, kind of at all times. <laughs> that one was really like, "Hey, hey, the little chicken." I'm like, "Oh my god, it's my life! Is awesome. It's my life so much. It's true." And well, and like, I mean, you literally have chickens. I literally have chickens, um, and so yeah, and like, and yeah. you're very loyal to your loved ones, mm-hmm. uh, and you're sorry, Donnie. You're not always focused on the romantic business. Nope, I got other stuff to do. Yeah, Mitch, you are Tiana. Tiana's like. She's like the entrepreneur princess. She's very like mm-hmm. driven. She's skilled and like you really have to work hard to like become her friend. Like it takes a minute. It took huh. us a minute. And a All bunch right. of food. Well, that was it started off real nice. <laughs> no, but, it's but, true. <laughs> no, no, no. Like you're somebody like you don't like and she No, like, no, it's hard to be my friend. I get it. It's fine. No, it's I'm, not hard to be your friend. It's hard to earn your friendship. Oh, yes. It's you don't let, true. I That's feel like different. you don't let everybody in. Shane's like that too. Yeah. Yes, and um, but but you're loyal once once you're in, and that's really awesome. She's also like, she's fine on her own. She does. She's not looking for anybody else to like define who she is, and very like upfront in her speech. Yep. And so very it's, sassy. So and all the lo- and I'm gonna do Rin. I am and, sassy. And you all the sassy. loveliness. Rin is like every Disney princess, to be honest <laughs> with you. But and like it's funny. Heather always like says. Rin has like this way of saying stuff like a Disney princess would say it, even though she basically just told you to like die. 
she just does. She's just a Disney princess. It's just she can't help it. And you know, hey, she's would got, you like, mind going over there and fucking yourself? <laughs> exactly. Like, please go fuck off and die. Kind, kindly, you know, and she got perfect alabaster skin, and so what if you went I mean, and ate glass? I mean, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Who else could say, "Hey, would you go eat glass?" Like, I, I, did, I couldn't do it just now, and I had to raise my voice twenty five octaves. I mean, come on. So, you are Belle, and and we determine. I mean, you said you were Belle. I, here's what's funny: when Rin goes, "Well, who are you?" I said, "I'm Moana." And she goes, no, you said, who am I? And I said, duh, you're Moana. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course. And then I was like, she, and you said to me, who are, who am I? And I said, Belle. And you're like, yeah, I'm Belle. And I'm, it's like, duh. So we already knew this about each other. Smart, kind, weird, falls in love with a recluse, makes him a little bit more of a human being. (laughs) Yes. Sorry, honey. But super smart is not going to fall for some Jack who's trying to throw it at her. I mean, just. In Not every way, in every way, lovely and brilliant, you know, and has a kind of goofy dad, right? Like the cute goofy dad, the goofy family, yeah. And so, um, it, it's just it was, it's kind of perfect. So we are Tiana, Belle, and Moana. I accept it, and um, I, I'm not I'm not mad. I mean, at all. I could tell. At all about. I could it. tell you're not mad at all. <laughs> We could get into who's which Your villain. Body language and and facial expressions prove to me. That <laughs> I'm just you airing aren't out mad. my teeth. Okay, shut up. <laughs> okay, so I guess that's it. On that note, text us or email us or something with who you think you are. Yeah. As far as Disney princesses go, probably watch a movie because they're fun. Yeah. Enjoy them. There's Work good, on your anger management. When I mean, you're watching that movie. There's good tunes. <laughs> There's such good tunes in those movies. If anything, but if nothing else, just sing along. Yeah, right? let it go. Don't look into it so Go much. into the unknown. Exactly. I mm. am Moana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, find us on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> find us at thatotherfword.com. We're on Instagram, thatotherfwordpod. And make sure you subscribe, like, and do all that jazz. And, uh, and uh, always yeah. remember, feminism, feminism isn't a bad word. word. Being a princess isn't bad either. Queen. All right, all right now, Queen which, which Ninja Turtle ever. would you guys be? Queen.